Hello everybody, this is Chris Burchell from Wells Baptist Church and my wife Tara. We're here to talk to you today about the importance of family worship. We know that in times like these where we're in the house more together than we're outside of the house, at least I hope so, um, this, is a, this is an opportunity to see a time to come together as a family. Uh, if, it, if it hasn't been there, and if it is there, a time to come together more often. Um, well, I think we're a week and a half without sports now, so there's that distraction pushed to the side. And this is, this is an opportunity that I believe that, that God has given us to search Him out more. Now, this is times of crisis. People could easily uh, be scared in these times. And our prayer is that, as Kevin spoke the other night, that we don't fear, that we, we understand that we have a God who will strengthen us in these times. And so we see this as an opportunity for those who don't have a, a worship time for their family set aside right now to focus in on that. Find that time right now that works out best for your family and get everybody together. I know when we go back to our normal lives that it's probably gonna be near impossible, we think. But I know that there is a time in each day where a family can come together and have a time of worship. Before we get started, I wanna open us up in a word of prayer. And before I open us in a word of prayer, let me just mention that uh, Brother Kevin said to make an announcement that services will be canceled till April the 5th and will be revisited before then. So just stay tuned for those times. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we're so thankful. Father, we're thankful that you're our God in, in, this, in this time right now. Father, we're thankful that we can go to your word and we can get encouragement. Father, we're thankful that we have each other to lean on, to pray for. Father, we're thankful for our families. Father, we're thankful for our health. Father, we're thankful for the sicknesses that, that we go through that draw us closer to you. Lord, we know that nothing that we go through in this life is without a purpose. Lord, we trust your purpose. Father, I pray as we open up your word today that you would teach us all something different, see something that we've never seen before, reveal it to us in a way that we've never seen it. Father, we pray that we would all see the importance of worshiping as a family. Lord, I pray that this would be an, enc an encouragement to everyone, those who are Practicing family worship time now, I, I pray that they would know that it's, it's not without a purpose. Lord, even when we don't see immediate fruit, that we know that you are, are doing all things for the good of your people. Father, I pray that, that those who don't have a set worship time right now, that they really focus in on on how this is important for the whole entire family. 
Lord, and it draws us closer to you. Father, we thank you for your, your love and your grace and your mercy on our lives. We pray and ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So family worship is beneficial to every member of the household. We as parents, we can't rely on two days a week, Wednesdays and Sundays, and even now, we're not meeting at all. The only messages we're getting are through video, uh, through Facebook. But in order to keep our kids grounded in God's Word, two days is not enough. I can tell you, um, this we picked this subject because it came as a conviction to us several years ago that um, we just weren't spending the time at home with our children um, wisely. And as you all know, we only have them for a short while. So um, I was really convicted. I know, just like Chris is going to mention later, we're going to stand before the Lord one day and are we going to be able to say that we spent that time with our children wisely, building them up in the Lord, laying a uh, foundation on Jesus? But um, anyway, go, go ahead with what you were saying. So, you know, when we, when we first started um, family worship at nighttime, we gathered together uh, after supper, before bedtime, and... Um, it was it was hard it was hard to get start, started it was it was awkward um, there were some nights where we would go one or two nights and then we would forget about it and skip and go two or three nights and it, it was we found it was harder to get back on track when we made excuses not to do it so you definitely have to be in, intentional about what you're doing um, every day that it's possible make it happen make it happen you know, like she said, we as parents, as, as fathers and mothers and just whoever the guardian is over the children, we're going to stand before God one day and we're going to have to give an account on what we did and, and did not do. And I mean, he gives us, he gives us clear commands and we're going to look at some of those right now. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 8. He says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. So God is very clear that his word is important and he is very clear on who we are to tell. Tell your children and teach them diligently, not just when it's possible. Um, a Christian home must be centered upon Christ and if we're centered upon Christ, then it will be filled with worship. So we have to ask the question, what is, what is family worship? What do you think family worship is? Just like you mentioned earlier, um, sitting around together, reading God's Word, um, singing songs together. I know we do that a lot. Praying together. Praying was a tough one for us to get um, started with. Uh, 
very rarely uh, do I pray out loud. Uh, I have my own personal time of prayer, but um, I've grown to, to be more comfortable with that now. But it's so important for your kids to hear you pray. Uh, but, but I'd say that those are, that's what family worship is to us. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think you, I think you have to ask questions. You have to have a conversation going on, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people might use the excuse that I don't know enough about the Bible to teach my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lead them in the wrong direction, but you have to start somewhere. Um, take what you've learned, what you know are, are things to be true. You don't have to get into deep doctrine that you don't understand uh, aside with a good resource. We've brought some resources with us today that we're going to share with you later um, that help keep us on track because it's it's easy to veer off or get hung up on one thing and and miss the meat of the message, I guess, so to say. That and keeping kids uh, attentive to what the the message is. I know that's always been a struggle for us. So just like he said, um, have that time. It doesn't have to be a sermon. It doesn't have to be very long, but long enough for them to just hear the message. That was a big deal for me because um, she knows how to stay on the kids' level. And I, they look at me sometimes like I'm speaking another language. So she's helped me quite a bit on keeping things simple. Um, 15 or 20 minutes, you're going to lose them if you try to go an hour. That's just, that's just the way it is. Um, work, work up to that. You know, I, I've been reading books on, on, uh, by Joel Beakey, and he was real big into the pilgrims. And one of the things that people don't understand is the pilgrims were very, very busy people. And they worshiped with their family twice a day. The kids had chores, the kids had school, but every morning and every evening they set aside time just for worship. I'm not telling you you have to start out with two times a day. We, we can't find time for two times a day. We, we live really busy lives. And you know, that's some of the reason why we think we can come up with excuses as to why we can't do this. But here we are now in the middle of a pandemic and we're quarantined in our houses. Um, it's easy to just err on the side of boredom and want to avoid one another. But here God has given you an opportunity to start something that you might not have been doing in, in the past and to maybe dig a little deeper if you have been doing it. Um, one of the other things that we want to stress is, you know, it's easy to get into to routines and it just be a routine. This family worship is not some religious discipline. Think of this as a time as a family where you're meeting with God with a spirit of adoration. Um, this, look, at it, look at this as your most important time of your whole entire day. Uh, don't strive for regularity or strive for regularity, not for perfection. 
Strive for regularity, not for perfection. The other question you have to ask is, why, why do we need to do family worship? I mean, what, what are the, what benefits do we see of doing family worship? Well, I see the fruit from our kids and, and I've heard it from uh, several of our Sunday school teachers and just the fruit alone is enough to keep me going just to see that they're learning about their Lord and they're retaining it all. That's, that's the benefit for me. Right. Uh, just to look at a few more scriptures, um, Genesis 18, 19 basically says that God expected Abraham to command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord. And then in the New Testament, we see in Acts chapter 10, where Cornelius is described as a devout man who feared God with all his house. So this is not something old. This is not something just new. This is something that from the beginning, God has said that we have to do. As Christians, we have to. It's, it's, not, a, it's not an option. Uh, just some of the things that I wrote down, um, I, I looked at several different resources early on when we first started this thing and I refreshed them uh, just recently is just reasons to back up why, remind ourselves why we think this is very important. Um, one of the reasons why is it reinforces the biblical framework of the family as it looks to the father or the mother, if she's a single mother, or the father is passed away, whatever, away from here, whatever the mother is, whoever that guardian is over that, the children, is the spiritual leader of the home. Um, as those children look to us daily, as guidance for them in their spiritual walk. They learn to rely on us for that, not, not some other resource. You know, coming to church, hearing Sunday school teachers, um, that's great. That's great to hear it from other people. But to know that those children are satisfied with going to their parents as being, hey, I don't understand this. Can you explain this to me? Or um, how should I deal with this situation? It puts things back into perspective like God originally designed them. Uh, another reason is it encourages our children in Christ. They see that worship is not just a Sunday, Wednesday event. Uh, we're not just raising our kids to be moral. We're raising worshipers of God. Another reason, it, it trains our children for corporate worship. That's a big deal. Uh, I know before we started doing family worship, it was a struggle to get our kids to pay attention in, in regular church. We would ask them questions when we would leave here and they couldn't remember anything. But as we train them at home, that this is, because we basically do it in a, in a, in a same fashion as we would here, we pray, we read the scriptures, we sing together. As they see the importance on a smaller scale, they can come to a larger scale and see the importance of it here. And 
we leave church now and we can have conversations on what we learned. Not just that. They see um, when we are here together, worshiping together in the church, they remember hearing stuff that we've talked about at home and that just sparks their interest even more. Right. Uh, another reason I wrote down, it binds a family together. In times like this, there's few things that families do together. Just to sit down and grab a meal is, is probably a, a far stretch some days. Uh, we're busy with, with sports and here and there or whatever. To set aside a time daily that lets each family member know this is the most important time of the day. You come together um, or you bind together better and, and what better way to do it than, than through Christ? I know that many times uh, our kids, they know that when it's getting close to around 8, 8.30, they'll even remind us sometimes. So that just reassures me. That lets me know that they're looking forward to that time, which is why we're encouraging you as a family to do the same thing. Uh, your kids will enjoy that time. They'll look forward to that time, and they'll remind you of that time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another, another, this is, this is a big one. Uh, it encourages peace in the home where we are learning God's word together. We're praying together. Um, when you're in God's word more, your sin is confronted more. I can't very well scream at my wife and then say, okay, kids, let's have Bible time and be okay with that. And so I would apologize to her beforehand and then she couldn't very well not accept my apology <laughs> if we are to be living as Christ and we're coming before God to study his word. But the bottom line is, is we have a bunch of little sinners running around our house and two big sinners in our house. This is a recipe for disaster. Credit to John MacArthur on that. <laughs> right. This is, a re this is a recipe for disaster. And so without being grounded in God's word, that's just what it is, a disaster. Uh, and most importantly, the reason to do in fa uh, family worship is it glorifies and honors God. Amen. You, can't, you can't go any bigger than that. That's the reason why we're even put here. Uh, so just some encouragement to those who, who don't practice family worship right now. Give it a try. Give it a try. Don't give up either. You have to persevere. The whole Christian faith is about nothing but perseverance. There's going to be times where it's all you can do to keep their attention held. Don't give up. We, we struggle through it sometimes ourselves. That's just... To me, that's, that's the Christian walk laid out right there in front of you. Sanctification is not a, not a steady climb. It's an it's a up and down. Some days I don't feel like opening my Bible, but I do it anyway because I know that apart from it, I can't survive. And so persevere through this thing. Even when your kids are real little and it's all that you can do to hold their attention for five minutes, just do five minutes. I know that we talked about resources too earlier and for us personally when we were convicted about this 
I just so happened to run across a book at my mom's house. I don't even think she knew she had it, but it's called Bedtime Bible Storybook. And, and it has seen its better days. As you can see. Um, we, you can buy it on Amazon still, uh, but it has some thought-provoking questions, but they're not too hard for uh, your children to answer. Um, and it can go for any age group. Uh, from Liam all the way up to Zach, they all get something from it. I, I've grown a lot reading it to the kids. Chris has. And then recently we picked up um, the Family Worship Bible Guide, and that's by... Joe Beakey. Yeah. Just to add uh, more thought-provoking questions to what we already do. Right. This one, this one is... Um... I would say it's a good resource to have along with this one or even a good resource to have with your Bible. This is, this is the whole entire Bible, but it's not the text of the whole entire Bible. It's more or less um, a short commentary with questions over kind of each section of, of the chapters in the Bible. But this is a little bit deeper. And so our... Our children at home, you know, they range from 15 all the way down to seven years old. And so you kind of want to make it where the seven-year-old gets ankle deep and the oldest one gets shoulder deep or head deep into the, into the study. You don't want to make it too much for the younger or too much for the older, if that makes sense. Like so so this, is a, this is good to touch on. A little bit of this just to get them I always try to get them thinking deeper mm -hmm. like don't just be okay with just skimming the surface dig in with your mind and think well why did God say that and that's that's some of the dialogue that we have during our studies is you know what questions do you have and what question can I ask you to get your mind spinning a little bit more it, it keeps us on track too because it's easily it's easy to uh, make it too long and you start losing their attention, but it just, just something to keep you on track. Right. So we hope we have been some uh, of encouragement today. Um, like I say, you're not gonna get it all right the, the first time around and persevere through this. You're gonna see fruit down the road. It might look invisible right now, but eventually you will see it. Uh, I'm gonna close this in a word of prayer and we'll let you get back to your lives. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this, this moment of time to uh, share a little bit of what you've done in our lives with, with those around us. Father, I, I just pray again that it would be an encouragement to uh, a, a father or a mother, a single mother maybe, that just feels like they're not worthy father we know none of us are worthy but lord we know that through you um, we can do these things you have given us your word you have given us your spirit and father we know that you will guide us and we know that we can guide our families through you father i pray that that no one takes us lightly. I pray that we all understand that, that one day we're gonna stand before you and, and give an account. Lord, I pray that we feel the weight of that. 
Lord, I also pray that, that we see that what a joy this can be to not, not just worship twice a week with our family, but Lord, worship every single day. Lord, we, we've come to realize there's no greater joy. Father, I pray that everyone else would see that. I pray that they would experience that. And Lord, I pray that those holes that we have in our family worship, that, that, that we would see them, we would recognize them, and, and we would change how we do it to give you the most glory, give you the most honor. Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you again for your grace and your mercy on our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.